you have found yourself on Locked On Bulls. And on today's episode, me and Pat will be talking about the return of Alex Caruso. It's coming. He's been cleared for practice. We'll also be <laughs> we'll also be talking about should Kobe White get a chance to start and previewing the game coming up against the Pistons today. All that on today's episode of Locked On Bulls. You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Bulls. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow Pat at Pat the Designer. You can follow me at CEO Hayes. And today we're going to be talking about Alice Caruso uh, and his return. Pat, I don't know where you were, but this was the news that I needed to wait. I needed some positive news. Bulls Nation needed some positive news. And it came down today. Alice Caruso has been cleared for contact practice, which really puts him at a week at the most probably until he unless he has a setback until he comes yeah. back playing for the Chicago Bulls what do you make of this news how do you feel about it well I was uh reacting to the news that Aaron Rodgers was staying in the division so <laughs> um this yeah. was great news to hear to get my day moving in the right direction uh no listen we we've kind of been you know I, I don't want to say gloom and doom but we've kind of talked about um Caruso and Lonzo coming back as mm -hmm. a a footnote point at this point um, based on what we've seen on the floor. But let's not get it twisted. Adding those guys back in, they are key pieces to what the Chicago Bulls want to do here. They are key sure. pieces that help you compete in these games versus Philadelphia, Memphis, these teams that we've kind of struggled against, these top teams that you haven't had. And for some reason here in Chicago, we don't give the Bulls that same leeway we give other teams outside. When they're hurt, it's like, yeah, but everybody's got injuries. But when we're hurt, it's like, no, nah, y'all need to play better. Like, that, those two <laughs> things don't add up. So yeah. it's going to be great to get those guys back in the building, man. I, I really think that Alice Caruso is going to be an injection into the Bulls' defense at a minimum and adding him back in. I'm not going to lie to you. We, we kind of talked about it yesterday, dog, just breaking down how Tristan Thompson has affected this team. Now you're adding Caruso in there with Tristan, two guys sure. that you know are on the sideline, both coaching, that you know are on the floor, both coaching while it's happening, man. I think it's going to be a real shot in the arm. And hopefully, hopefully, uh, like you said, we'll see him probably, it, what was that, that, uh, that Sacramento game? Probably the game yeah. after that Sacramento game. Maybe the Sacramento game, but I would say probably right after that. I'm hoping I'm hoping the Sacramento game mainly because I predicted he'll be back by the Sacramento game, and it just makes me look good when my predictions come right. But outside of that, yeah, yeah I mean, it, just getting him back. Uh, when the team goes through this the type of adversity that we're facing right now, it's always good to have something that brings the energy back up, right? And I'm not even just talking about on the court. I just mean from a standpoint of being in the locker room to have somebody like Alex Caruso come here, and we know he's been in the locker room, right? He's been traveling with the team for a while yeah. now. But to know you're getting him back, what what does that? How does that affect the Bulls' energy? Then to actually have him back, this is something that we need. The fan base needs, whether they want to admit it or not. Um, and it's and it's just listen. We needed we needed positive news. It's been it's been dark days around here. So yeah. to get this news, it just it definitely helps things a lot. Um, and 
what do you so what do you think about Alice Crusoe's return when it comes to the court? Like how how long do you think it may take him to get back acclimated? I've always said that just because Alex is able to do what Alex does, right? Like that's that's yeah. his role. Go out there and do what you do. I don't necessarily yeah. think it's gonna get it's gonna be a long time for him to get used playing with the players again. Now it's his wrist. So if he shows any type of you know tenderness or anything where their rest maybe the mental part of it may may take a while to come through i don't expect that with alice caruso yeah, um, yeah. but but what about you do you think it's going to take a while to get him back acclimated i don't because i think that alice caruso is the kind of player that um when you when you look at chicago he's that mm -hmm. hard hat lunch pail kind of player that we needed on this team um and and he's really embodied that that he he embodied that in L.A., but, you know, in L.A., this is L.A. Um, <laughs> in, in Chicago, he, he's really embodied that that hard hat lunch pill, hard work kind of mentality guy. And sure. I think that's what – listen, I, I don't need Alice Caruso to go out there and drop 25 for me. Now, can he do it? Yeah, sometimes. It, and is it nice to see Alice Caruso draining the mugs from three? Absolutely. I see you in the corner. Hit that mug right there. But Alice Caruso is not going to come onto the court and not play 110% on the fact. defensive end when we see him the first game back. Like, even, even when he came back, I mean, I, I think about the defensive impact he had in those first couple of games. He came back before all that mess happened with, uh, you know, the, the, the other one up in, uh, up in, up in Milwaukee. Man, man, I don't even say, <laughs> not even going to say his name on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. Not going to bring that animosity to Bulls Nation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's ready to incite something. But, uh, but no, you know, he, 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 in a couple of games back from an injury that had kept him out for months, an instant impact defensively. I expect to see the same thing. Um, he's got he's a high IQ player. His instincts are always there. Even when he's off the court, he's still helping guys. You saw him in the game last night versus or a couple nights ago versus Philly, where uh, he's making the adjustment. Uh, uh, and he's he's letting Zach know. Not he's making it. He's letting Zach know this is what adjustment you need to make to stay in sure. front of. Uh, thiable defensively on that play and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So Caruso's going to come back. He's going to be 100%, and he's already smart enough to know where he should be on the floor. So that's going to give him the advantage as well. Definitely, definitely. So we got a couple of more injury updates that I want to talk about before we move on to anything else today. Yeah. So we did get an update on Lonzo Ball. Now, this one isn't as positive. Now, it could, it, you know, it's 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 not as positive just because it's we weird. more uncertainty, right? It was weird. Yeah. So apparently he is uh, not clear, not even on, let me not say on path, but as of right now, they're saying that Patrick Williams is probably going to return to contact before Lonzo Ball because he's still not doing any type of lot lateral cuts or anything yeah. like that. So his, his return to full contact is a little delayed. Now, the thing in this that made me the most concerned was hearing that he's projected to come back after Patrick Williams as everything stands right now. Yeah. That's is a little bit concerning. What did you make of that news that came out? The Lonzo news was weird to me because it was like, uh, I felt like they basically were telling us, hey, he's made no progress. Because I saw Casey Johnson tweet, he, he, he yeah. isn't doing uh, much with lateral movement yet. He's only running straight. Um, it's the same tweet we saw, what, a week ago from Lonzo? So, yeah. you know, essentially a, a Lonzo ball is still in the same place. Would have left me in a little bit like, okay, he's still in the same place. Like, it, it almost came off like Lonzo's worse off than we thought he was. That That's how the tweet felt to me when I saw it. So I was looking at it. I was like, is he good? Like, should we be concerned? And even the fact that, you know, he, he really hasn't been there much with the team. 
uh, at all. Mm-hmm. So since his injury, so I, I I've always been like, you know, like how bad is Zoe? How how bad is he? And and he's he's been out, you know, what about twenty five games now? Yeah. So a good a good chunk of the season for Zoe. So even getting him back in here, the, the thing with Zoe is while he's still a high IQ player, um, Zoe controls a lot of the offense. So to me, getting him back in sooner than later would have been bigger for the Bulls, right? Because now, yeah. I mean, you've almost got to have the question mark of do we want to go into this playoff series if Zoe does come back later starting Io DeSumo just because you want to slowly work Zoe back into the offensive side of things on this? Um, and I think that I think that that's a, a concerning part of it. But on the flip side, a positive on P. Will, right? Like, is P. Will going to be back? Are we finally going to get to see what P. Will can do and maybe answer some of the questions that we're going to see, you know, that, that we've had all year? Because because I know on your channel, I've dealt with it over on the Windy City Breeze, dog. It's literally just been P. Will's good. P. Will's great. He's the next Kawhi. Yeah. No, he's not. He's terrible. I can't <laughs> believe you would ever pick him at four. It's just like, I want to see what he can do. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For sure. It's it at the end of the day. I am happy that we that it's some positive news, positive news that has been much needed for Patrick Williams. And what that means to me is that it seems like hey, Patrick Williams is definitely coming back. Now, is that how much that is before the playoffs? If that's in the playoffs, that remains to be seen. So that's positive. But the Lonzo news, like you said, is just weird. It's concerning. But overall, um, good to have Alex Caruso back. Great to have you know some news coming in or coming on the backside of just. This, this losing streak that we hope ends tomorrow night. And we'll talk about that. But before we get into that and getting into Kobe, we got to talk about prize picks. So NBA fans, are you looking for a daily fantasy option for the NBA? Then you need to try the award-winning app, Prize Picks. Prize Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. I love, uh, I'm sorry, I love, and we know you will too. It's easy to use. You pick two to five players and an over-under on their pro- on their projections, and you can win up 10 times any entry. It's just you versus the projected numbers. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PrizePix is, is safe and offers fast withdrawals. PrizePix offers a variety of options. Um, you, can, uh, you can go from point score to rebounds to steals. You can even do if a player is going to do a single score. For a limited time, PrizePix has an exclusive offer. A no-brain offer at that for all users. Users get $50 free. If a player in your first in your first prize picks entry scores a single point, but you must use the code NBA. That's right. This is an exclusive offer for all locked on fans. Sign up today and use the code NBA uh, for $50 free. If a player in your first prize pick entry gets a single point. Well, Pat, that being said. So I told you before, and I and I we hyped it a little bit before the end of the last video. Yeah, uh, one of our listeners wanted to us to talk about if Kobe should be starting. Now I don't know about you, Pat, but uh, during the before the trade deadline, I used to get screenshots all the time of the trade machine from from fans. This one is a new one for me. It was screenshots from Stat Muse. So I'm going to read off the raw stats that he gave. And we're going to talk about it. So way, Kobe has a start. <laughs> yeah, shout out to them. Stat Muse got every. I give you. I give them credit. They be killing it, <laughs> bro. They got. You can literally like some of those weird LeBron stats that ESPN comes up with, so they can talk about LeBron. Stat yeah. Muse got those. The, yeah. the <laughs> LeBron has scored the most points over a left-handed player under the age of 25. Like stuff like that. Stat on Muse the right has. side of the court. On the <laughs> <team>. <laughs> 
But Kobe White as a starter this season, 10 and 5. Io DeSumo as a starter, 12 and 13. And so they have used this amongst other stats. Even or they're basically even saying that Kobe should be starting over Lonzo Ball, which is just crazy to me. But I said we were going to talk about it. I feel like it's an interesting thing to talk about. What do you think about, you know, we've talked about like what type of wrinkles, what different thing can this team do to, you know, maybe spruce it up a little bit. Is, is starting Kobe White the answer to that? What do you think, Pat? Um, I'm so flabbergasted by the comment, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> just just based on the fact that all, all year, it, it, before the trade went through, it was just either trade Kobe White in the second or like Kobe White's yeah. the next Kobe Bryant you can't get rid of. It was like, okay, that was a stretch. Um, No. And the reason I say no is because it, it's not a slight at Kobe at all, honestly. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's speaking to his skill, right? I've got two dudes in the offense that can do what Kobe White does. Now, um, saying that somebody is, what what was it? He's 10 and 5. 10 and, and 5 the, as and a the, And Ayo DeSumo is 12 and 13. 12 and 13. Um, I, I would tell you to not just look at the numbers in that situation. I would tell you to maybe go see the teams he played, maybe go see the players that he played, maybe go see who was on the floor. And by the way, the fact that I would assume in the starting lineup is more than likely guarding the best player on the floor. As long as that dude's not six, seven and up, um, sometimes, sometimes they are six, seven. Like, uh, yeah. we, we saw, we saw I O guard Luca at a couple points in the game. Like. That's a fact. What's happening? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that's a fact. It, it, it's it's like, oh, okay, we, we're gonna we're gonna put him on the large guy. Um, yeah, he's not small, I guess, but but still, it's. I would say, listen, numbers will tell you whatever you want them to tell you if you dig deep enough, right? Like, there there's there's numbers on on one side that can absolutely tell you that Michael Jordan is the greatest player to ever touch a basketball. There's numbers that tell you Kareem's the greatest player. There's numbers that tell you LeBron's the greatest player. Whatever number you're looking for, right, you can find that number to work for your argument. So the argument of Io DeSumo is 12 and 13 and 10 and 5 uh, for Kobe White, I, I think that's a little null and void there. Um, you've also seen Io be the starter in situations where Kobe White was out. You've also seen Io yeah. be the starter in situations where most of the players on the court were out. And you saw Io earn that starting role at a time where Kobe White was not able to win the starting role. Like, it's not like Billy Donovan woke up one day and was like, yeah, let's give the rookie the job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Kobe That's White was the first man to get the look, and Kobe yeah. White was not playing well. Io DeSumo came out. Knocking down shots, making assists, uh, 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 being efficient, playing great defense. Guess what? The rookie earned the job. So I would assume we absolutely should be starting. Um, I, I don't think there's any doubt about that. I, I'm I'm shocked by the question. I'm not gonna lie to you. Now. I'm still bro. like somebody somebody rocking with Kobe White that heavy. I haven't seen that in a while, <laughs> bro. It like you would think this was the year that Kobe was drafted. You know, what just I'm thought saying? he was gonna be the answer. Um. Here's what I'm going to say to this. I love Kobe White. I've been very vocal on the fact that I want to see Kobe stay on this team long term if it, if it makes sense for everyone. Yeah. Now, I think one thing that we're doing, like you said, stats can tell you anything. But yeah. one stat that I'm going to throw out there, and this is key, this is key and this is important. Bulls were ranked 29th in the NBA in points scored off the bench per game before Kobe White came back. Yeah. There's never Never been a team that has made any type of significant playoff run with bench scoring ranked that low amongst the other teams in the NBA. Yeah. Kobe White 
has the has the green light when he's coming off that bench. We've seen Kobe White as a, as the a starting point guard. Kobe White is not a point guard, right? He's not a point guard at all. He can play some point guard, but he's really just a scorer. And when you put him in the proper positions, he can be one of the most dangerous scorers off the bench in the NBA. Now, he's not been that consistently, and we want to see him be more consistent with that. But I think you're, you're, you're taking away too much of what makes him special by trying to just say, oh, because this, you know, this, this stat I pulled off Stat Muse makes him uh, the rightful starter. Keep in mind, also, he's not the uh, he's not the playmaker that Io Desumu is. Io like has also been dealing with a lot of injuries around him. Right, he's starting because one of our better players are out. So, yeah. all that being said, the idea of starting Kobe White over. Io DeSumo just doesn't work, and it's even worse trying to say start Kobe White <laughs> over Lonzo Ball. That's something that it just it just blew my mind when it was Only- two sets of screenshots that we yeah. got. It was the first one with him <laughs> and Io, and I was like, okay, if you want to make that about the rook, then yeah. there was a whole second set with him and Lonzo. I was just like, listen, it's going. This is going way too far. It's going Only way too thing- far. Only thing I would push back on is I'll say Kobe White has improved quite a bit. Um, oh. and, and that's based on the IQ that's in the room with him, right? That's yeah. based on playing with Lonzo, playing with Caruso. Kobe White as a passer has improved. Kobe White as a defender has actually oh, improved. Oh. I mean, he he's not – like, Extremely Kobe White legitimately good. last season was a scorer. If he was not scoring, he was useless on the court. He could not handle the ball well. He could not defend well. He, he was not good on the court. Um, this season – Kobe White has has done a complete 180 in the minds of a lot of people, including myself, to where I was like, no, he can be more than a scorer. Um, and I like him. I actually like him as the backup point guard, but I like him as the backup point guard because Lonzo's not there. You know when I like him better? When him and Io are on the floor together because Man. they came in. What Muzz don't understand is Io and him were on the under-18 Team USA team together. That I did not know. That chemistry's yeah. already built. They okay. played together before the Bulls teams. Uh, uh, um, um, before before I was drafted to this Bulls team, I, that, that's mm. why you see that chemistry kind of already there, and you've seen them work on that and grow. When I see Io and Kobe on the floor, even now we haven't seen it as much because of the injuries. You you really don't have another point guard to put mm. out there. But when you see Io and Kobe on the floor together, they know where to be. They know how to feed off of each other. They know how to find each other and find. Uh, uh, Kobe White in the corner for the open three. Kobe kicking it back out to Io for that corner three. You know what I'm saying? Like those yeah. are those are things that you don't want to take away from. I right now you're playing with circumstances that you can't control. But when you can control it, when it comes down to uh, 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 is who's going to be the starting point guard, I would much rather have the strongest bench heading into the playoffs that you can have with Kobe, Io, Alex Caruso. Derrick Jones Jr., now Tristan Thompson and or P. Will, depending on where you want to put that. Like, the yeah. Bulls are going to be deep as heck when we when we come down to that point. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not – I'm, 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 come on, brother. Like, come, come on. What, what, are, what, what, are you, what are you saying? What are we talking about, right? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? Are you okay? And listen, it, 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 like you said, stats can tell you anything that you want to tell them. If you want to, if you want to get certain things out of it, all I'll say with is this: you want to, to Pat's point, you want to have the best bench possible going into um, the playoffs. And one thing that we've seen, right, with teams that don't have a generational talent on on them, typically yeah. 
they need a player to get hot off the bench. I'm talking about Booby Gibson. I'm talking about Roddy Bubar. I'm talking about J.J. Barea. These are players that championship teams needed, right, yeah. that played huge. Now, Daniel Gibson wasn't off the bench. But nonetheless, say, you guys get the yeah, point. Booby Gibson, you, come on now. You get the point that I'm making <laughs> with that. Stats will tell you anything. But before we get into the last segment for today, let's talk about some stats here. And these are built Bar stats. Yeah. 130 cal- calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Listen, I've said it. I'm trying to get myself back in order. I'm, I'm, I'm jogging three miles every day, Pat. Every morning I start my, my day off with three miles of jogging, and then I do use a built Bar. Eat a built Bar for some energy, for some protein, help curb my appetite, all that good stuff. They have this. They have some amazing, amazing flavors. The white chocolate, cookies and cream, to be a, a, a bar that's supposed to be healthy for you, to taste that good, it doesn't make any sense, Pat. It just doesn't make any sense. They taste like candy bars. They're amazing. They're covered in 100% real chocolate. Yes, that's real chocolate, right? You don't get that a lot and be able to say you're still being healthy. The mint brownie, the coconut, the coconut almond, they have amazing flavors. If you want to get yourself right, give yourself a little boost, eat a little bit better, treat yourself better, check out Built Bar. And uh, make sure you go to uh, Built.com and offer the enter the offer code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That is promo code LOCK15 at Built.com. All right, Pat. Pistons game coming up. Bulls, five-game losing streak, longest losing streak of the season. What do we need to see from our Bulls to get back on track and use this game against the Pistons to do that? A dub. Uh, <laughs> if we lose to the Pistons, I will. <laughs> no. Um, I'm, I'm not wrong, but uh, yeah. no. Um, here's the thing, right? Pistons are coming in a little hotter than than uh, expected as well. Pistons have, have gotten well, they've five won of the last seven, right? Five of the last seven, something like yeah. that. Yeah, really balling right now. Um, and if you sleep on a team like that when they're playing, well, here's the thing. The Pistons in two games this year have played us tough. And one game we absolutely blew them out by about halftime. I I think that (laughs) that mug was over. I was, I was making jokes on the live call, but the the Pistons aren't that think of the Pistons as us last year. Right, I like where you go. Think of the like, Pistons like as us last year, and and yeah. and follow me down here, Bulls fans. Listen, y'all know if y'all watch me on my channel, I don't fool with Detroit like that. Uh, <laughs> but think of the Pistons as that team that has talent, has players that absolutely can put them in a winning position, sure. but doesn't have the experience of winning to close out a lot of those games. That's mm-hmm. where we were last year. We had Zach Levine, who absolutely – man, we were – remember last year, though, we were, like, beating the Lakers by 20 at one point, and we lost that game. We were beating the Hornets by 20 at one point, we lost that game. Yeah. Beating the Warriors by 15, going into the fourth, lost that game. Like, that's who the Pistons are this season. I've seen this so many times when, when I see them playing Memphis, when I've seen them play the Bulls, when I've seen them play Cleveland. They've had the leads – and then they've kind of piddled them away. Now, they've also got blown out in some games as well, but they're a team that can play you tough. And listen, if you're not on your toes and a team like that, like right now where the Bulls are, and, and Detroit comes out and punches you in the mouth, mm. it absolutely could stagger this team. So you need to be the one uh, uh, quickly ready to take the blow, dodge the blow, give the blow back, and and knock this team out, bro. Put Show, show a team that, A, you're not in our class. And you're not going to be in our class. 
And we're pissed off that we just lost five straight games. And guess who we're taking it out on? <laughs> You're getting 150 on your head tonight. <laughs> that is what we need to see. We need, we need to see that. Then, then look at the rookie and be like, no, nah, not tonight. Listen, we know you're doing good. You're going to be a great player. But uh, hold, hold hold our beer for tonight, right? Hey, Io got K'd number two. <laughs> Listen. But, hey. Io, we, Io got K'd on speed. We now. also said that about Trey Young for, for a lot of games, and he came out and dropped 30 Hey, listen, so, he had a half. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, if I beat you for three and a half games, who won the matchup? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But, yeah, I, I would love to see this being the bounce back game. I would love to see this be a game that they just they step on Detroit's neck, and they're like, yeah. no, get, listen, you, you're not winning this game today. I don't care what you do. We're not letting you win this game today. Go ahead and sit down. Go back home. Uh, I think the the last time or one of the games we beat them, it was 133 to 87. I need to see another one of those. That's what I need. Can you risk uh, uh, um, trying things out, trying to work things in, trying to – because essentially we saw Billy do that in Atlanta when he put Tristan and Vooch out there together. Mm -hmm. Can you risk that off of a five-game losing streak here? Or do you have to just go in and say – ball them out because because listen there's some things that the bulls absolutely need to work on and mm-hmm. as sad as it is to say you get you're not going to have a ton of practice days here coming down the rest of the stretch you're going to have to work on some of these things For in sure. game you would rather see it in this three game stretch here you've got detroit you've got a struggling cleveland team who's missing garland uh with a hamstring injury and you're missing uh and you just lost jared allen for uh, possibly the rest of the season which is wild yeah. Uh, with a fractured finger. You, and then you've got the Kings who are still they're up and down with their whole thing as well. So, like, is this a time where you can say, hey, let's work on this. Let's get these things right so that they carry over when we go see Phoenix on the other side of this? Or do you just got to come out here and put your foot on their neck? I think you you do both, right? You 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 secure the win first or, or the lead first, right? Come out, get you a good lead, play solidly. And then say, hey, since we're up 12, 15, yep. let's go ahead and get a little razzle-dazzle there. You know, I, I want to see what Kobe looks like out there with DeMar DeRozan, Javante Green, Tristan, and Vooch. We haven't seen that lineup. Let's go ahead and run that lineup out here. If yep. the lead starts whittling down some, we know we can go right back. Zach's going to come in. He's going to drop another 10 on y'all. We're going to go right back to trying some other things. That's what I want to see first. Secure the victory. Secure the lead, right? The lead first. <laughs> Get that lead secured and then start start trying to see what you can work in. But, yeah, I mean, if you look over the next three games, Cleveland can be a tough game. We'll see how they, they are without uh, Jared Allen. But like you said, the Detroit-Sacramento can be a scrappy team too. But, uh, you know, one thing that we've seen with Sabonis and when Bulls fans were wanting Sabonis, Vooch, he put, gives Sabonis some work. Now, when it was Turner and Sabonis, not so much. But Vooch gives Sabonis some work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sabonis get busy. I, I like Sabonis. I ain't gonna lie to you, but his the, Vooch is that's the biggest question, right? That's the one where I want to see. Listen, in the at a minimum in these three games, keep working on Vooch and Sabonis together. Yeah, or Vooch and Sabonis. Or, uh, please Tristan. keep working on Vooch and Sabonis. Uh, <laughs> keep working on Vooch and Tristan together. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I, you want to see. I'm not going to lie to you. In these next three games, I want to see big man dominance. I want to see you bully some people in the paint because all the teams that we keep saying are going to beat us, beat Mm -hmm. us with paint points. Look at the Bulls paint points when we struggle. Now, now, like I said, Philly was the anomaly game where we won just about every stat and somehow lost the game. But most of these games that the Bulls were struggled in, 
dominated in the paint, not even close in the points, dominated on the boards. I need those two to work just in case P. Will comes back and he's not ready to just jump into a playoff situation, and so you got to bring him off of the bench. Mm. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, yeah, that Sacramento game, looking forward to that. Like, that's a hey. West Coast game. I'm going to be so tired, man. Hey, listen, oh. we – we can't we can't look ahead at nobody. Let's just win versus Detroit today. Let's just get a win, man. It's one step at a time. But easily, like it's and this is the thing with Bulls fans. You can see a world in which the Bulls win these next four games against Detroit, Cleveland, Sacramento, and Utah. Championship and then, seven's back on. Yeah. And then, you know, it's it's back on. We we we're gonna win the next title. Um, and then they'll come crashing down again if we if we lose to Phoenix on NBA TV. Yeah. It's just what happens. Um, but yeah, yeah. Overall, with this Detroit game, I really do expect the Bulls to be able to come in and take care of business. I just do have faith in it. Um we'll see if they if that faith is rewarded, though. We'll see that. <laughs> We better win, dog. Man, <laughs> yeah. I, I guarantee you guys, you are going to get such an entertaining episode from just the standpoint of two frustrated, lifelong Bulls fans if the Bulls lose to the hey. Detroit Pistons tonight. Y'all see y'all see how it's segmented right here? Like, we got little little segments. We do one, read, two, read. The segments is going to be Pat loses his mind, read. Hayes loses his mind, read. We're going to break down the next game, but now we both lose our minds together. <laughs> That's a fact, brother. That's a fact. Well, that is it from us for today for your uh, Wednesday episode of Locked on Bulls. Pat, give me your social media, man. Hey, man, make sure y'all follow me on everything at Pat the Designer, P-A-T-T-H-E, Designer, no D-A. I got that a couple times. The duh, Designer? No, I went to school. I know how to type. Uh, it's Pat the Designer. Get in tune with us, man. Ori, go to bed. <laughs> you guys can follow me at CEO Hayes, the CEO H A I Z E. You can follow us at Locked On Bulls. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, lockedonbulls at gmail.com. All that good stuff. We look forward to hearing from you guys. But that is it from us for tonight. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Love you. We out. Oh, follow the Locked On on Instagram, by the way. We got that yes. back busting. Follow, follow Locked On Bulls at Locked On Bulls on Instagram. There you go. Follow us every social media platform. And uh, but we out. We will see you lovely and beautiful people tomorrow. Y'all stay safe out there, man. Peace. Peace.